Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Mezuzah by Jenny Ford On the phone, she said, The door's locked. Push the buzzer. I'm here. Late on Friday afternoon, I drove to a Nashville synagogue that I'd found by an online search. I wanted a housewarming present from their gift shop. My friend's father, Arthur, in his late 80s, was living on his own for the first time in over 10 years. He and his partner were separating their homes. The winding driveway led me to the synagogue's parking lot. I parked and walked to the large entry door. I pulled my jacket tighter to the chilly fall dusk. I was alone. The door was locked. A ray of light gently glowed far inside the building. Could that possibly be an open gift shop? I pressed the buzzer. The door unlocked. I guessed my way forward to the well-lit gift shop. I called about mezuzahs, I said to the lady who let me into the shop. She smiled. Here are the ones we have. There are so many. I stepped over to a display shelf. Take your time. I'll be in the back. Shabbat services don't start for another couple of hours. It gets busier then. I noticed a police car in the parking lot. Oh, we always have one here and the locked door. We're a synagogue, she answered without thought. The mezuzahs were handmade, containing prayer scrolls. Color, sizes, and styles dazzled with variety. Some were shiny new, others ancient. Each had loops at the top and bottom with nails for a door frame. A brushed gold and bronze mezuzah with metal twisted into a network of flames, or maybe Hebrew script, caught my eye. It was beautiful. Nothing else was similar. The artist was a recent Russian emigre. I have a question, I confessed. I want to give a mezuzah to a friend, but I'm not Jewish. He's in his eighties and is just starting to live by himself. He might need a mezuzah for his door. It would be a housewarming present. Is that okay? Spoken out loud, my question seemed silly. Is there any Jewish tradition? She nodded. Well, there's the ceremony to place a mezuzah on the door. A prayer, a gathering, a blessing. He'll know about that, I said. He helped found his synagogue. I just don't know if someone who's not Jewish should give a mezuzah to a Jew. Is that a problem? I worried about unfamiliar religious customs. Arthur had enough stress in his life. I did not want to add to it. I don't see a problem. You can return it if you need to, she reassured me. As she rang up my purchase, I noticed a pamphlet describing the synagogue's history. I added it to the bag containing the delicate mezuzah. I was proud that I'd navigated the mystery of finding a synagogue where I could buy a mezuzah, and that I had found a special one. I couldn't wait to share it. I boxed it up. 
I mailed it to Arthur's daughter, Terry, who lived near him. I didn't have his new address in the senior's complex. Terry would get the package to him. Dad, Terry called across the cocktail lounge. You've got a package. Arthur was having afternoon wine and snacks with his new neighbors. Some were old friends who also attended his synagogue. They'd seen Arthur and his wife Elsie raise their daughters. They'd seen Elsie lose her struggle against breast cancer. She was so young, they all thought. Later, they saw Arthur find companionship with a widowed member of the synagogue. They knew Arthur well. Arthur smiled. Here's my daughter, bearing gifts. Have a seat. What do you want to drink? Terry handed him the package. Look what came for you. She smiled, enjoying the unknown. Her dad wasn't fully settled in his new home. Gifts were good. Arthur tugged at the wrapping. Out came the mezuzah and my note with the synagogue's history pamphlet. Arthur lifted the mezuzah while holding the pamphlet in his other hand. Look, he whispered, it's from the synagogue where Elsie and I were married. Arthur's mezuzah protected his home as he settled in, enjoying family and friends. Eventually, his health declined. One day, my mail had a package from Arthur's other daughter, Pam. We'd been friends through life's ups and downs. I'd gone to Pam's bat mitzvah. Together, we'd helped to break our high school debate team's gender barrier. In 1974, I'd caused her not to be with her dad at the baseball game when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's home run record. With her package, Pam wrote, Terry and I wanted you to have a little something from dad. Thought this was appropriate. Months later, Arthur had joined his love, Elsie, in the cemetery. Pam says she'll help me attach the mezzanine to my doorway. Copyright 2023, Jenny Ford. Growing up in the South means learning life lessons from family stories. Jenny Ford learned a few things that way. She also found out that later you get to tell stories too. Depending on who's in the room with you, you might need a few hours to get to the bottom of what all happened. Jenny likes exploring, sharing, and listening to the stories around her. She lives in a little post office box on Sullivan's Island. South Carolina. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of Six Minute Stories called Authors Talk. Thank you for listening to another Six Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next personal story publishing project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.